Yes, out in the streets. They drink charm soju? Not charm soju. They have all different types of soju. But it's like, I don't know, like vodka or something. But they'll drink it until they pass out in the streets. And no one, like, touches them or harms them because there's cameras everywhere. So they, like, if you try to rob somebody, you get jailed up real quick. Wait, and this isn't where? In Korea? Is in Nor- yeah. South Korea? North Korea, everyone lives happily on unicorns. Well, then maybe it's, yeah, I don't know which one. Yeah, we don't talk about North Korea. Yeah, we don't talk about North Korea. No, no. Nah, Kim Jong-un is probably like our biggest supporter, though. He probably listens to this every day like, yes, Why I am evil. Fun of <laughs> I'm not making fun of Koreans. I'm making fun of him. No. We can make fun of him. It's fine. He's a bad guy. Mm. But, uh. Hey guys, welcome back to a whole new episode of Los episode Pina Bros. Pina Bros. I am, though I don't even have a, like a name. This is Mando, Mandine. Yeah. Hey, you there. Mando. Mando. Um, and I'm joined with one of my brothers. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Pina Zombie. And uh, we will be talking to you guys today about... The movies in March. There's been a lot of movies in March. Yeah. But today we're specifically going to talk about uh, Creed 3 and and Shazam. Fury Shazam. of the Gods. Shazamily? Shazamily. Shazamily um, Maddie. They didn't. Oh, that sounds like. Man, they should have put that. You should have been working for the marketing because the marketing <laughs> yeah. for Shazam sucked. <laughs> like nobody, nobody wanted to go see Shazam. No? no it did that? It failed. It really? Failed. It's $30 million. It, I think it got like. Um, it's for when it first came out two, three years ago. It was, it was, it was more than that. It's considered a, a bomb already. Um, we'll see how much it drops second week. But with John Wick four coming out this weekend, I don't, I, I don't see. They have, it. I mean, they still have a lot of big hitters coming out because they have what well, John Wick and they have Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, I heard, is getting like really good reviews. It like, has a ninety one percent on Tomato Meter. Yeah, it's it's gotten so much good reviews that like they've been having um like the movie's kind of out already. Like they've been having like uh, sneak peeks for it already. Um the embargo came out I think today or yesterday. So so basically that's a good sign because if if your movie sucks, this this is this is inside baseball, guys. And I know nothing about baseball. But if if you do not lift the embargo for reviews until like the day of or of of your movie or the day before, usually a bad sign. It usually means that they want to keep all the bad reviews under wraps. Like Until, Justice League? Yeah, like Justice League, yeah. And so the fact that uh Dungeons and Dragons a whole I think I think it doesn't come out for another week or so. Uh no, I think it comes out next week. But the fact that they're they're like, hey, yeah, review look, go have at thee. Show show me the reviews. Um and from what I've been hearing, it is it's a pretty fun time um that's a great cast yeah it has that it has uh one of the chris's chris pine chris Pine. that guy's always great what's his name in uh wonder woman steve, uh, trevor. steve trevor yeah he's yeah. good steve. well yeah he's he's a great chris i think he's underrated chris i think people snooze on him i've I always I mean, liked him all... in star trek oh yeah he's good in there he's he's one of the best spider-man of all time and he's only spider-man for like five seconds before he dies yeah but he's awesome hey you're like me, kid. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Jingle bell, goblin smells. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, so he's good in it, from what I hear. And oh my god, why am I why am I forgetting? I'm re- forgetting all their Hugh names. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, I heard, is pretty good in it. That he's, he's just, always great. 
he knows how to play dickish. I think it just comes to second nature to him. But yeah, I mean, we'll yeah, I, I, I like him more recently because back then, I, I think the only thing I really liked him in was what about a boy? I haven't seen that. I saw Notting Hill. I remember that. He's like, I'm just a boy, standing in front of a girl. Oh no, wait, it's the other way around. It's I'm just a girl, standing in front of a boy, asking him to love her. So that was always good. That was a good time. Um, I, I the only like I know him more from the gentleman. Oh, with the Guy Ritchie, the Guy movies. Ritchie movie. Yeah, he's in. He's gonna be, I think, in a new one with him. No, he was in this one, Operation Fortune. Oh, was well, he? There you go. He's in that one. He was in the gentleman. Oh, uh, the gentleman. Yeah, he was. Was he in? Oh no, no. I guess those are the only two. Oh, and then he comes out because in Snatch. Oh no, in what's the one that the best one? Rock and Roller. He comes oh. out on a TV because Hi, they're uncle. watching a movie. Yeah. With oh, him. All right. Yeah, so he's he's good, but why Michelle Rodriguez? I love Michelle Rodriguez. She looks very beefy, like very like strong in this one. Yeah, she looks kick-ass. She looks yeah. So I'm I'm glad that she's in something other than like the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, give her something to do because she she seems like she's into that. And I know like Vin Diesel is probably happy to see her in that because he's a big Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons nerd. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I've always wanted to learn how to do, play those games, but it seems like it'd be a lot of work. It's not too. I mean, it's not. Too Have you much. played it before? I played it one. I played it at Freeze House in Kentucky. Oh we yeah. We played a little campaign. It was fun. It do was you have to, how much prep work do you have to do that? Like to to start because you have to basically create a whole story. No, a lot beforehand? of the stories are made for you. You just follow it. Oh, all right. Oh, because they have the handbooks and stuff. Yeah, they have plenty of books that you can just follow. And then how do you pick? Like, if you want to be like a goblin or like a... it's whatever you want to do. They have like. Stat sheets like, do you want to be a uh, human or like a, a sorcerer? Know. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, you could do a lot. And, like a it, everybody has their own powers and stuff. Like if you're a sorcerer, you could do like fire bombs and stuff. It's it's cool. It's I mean, interesting. I mean, they always make it look cool. Like in in uh, Stranger Things, the kids are always playing that. And yeah, it's a fun time. So it, it's really cool. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks fun. I'm sure it's very in depth. And I'm like, the fact that it can last between like two hours to like fifteen hours, or just their days or whatever. Yeah, it's you insane. Can. Yeah. But um, well, yeah, we haven't even seen that. We're already like talking about Dungeons and Dragons. But uh, what else did you see? Well, today is the twenty second, twenty third, twenty third already. Yeah. And why well, was I was. Telling you yesterday, I sent you the picture um, they released mm-hmm. for Tim Drake in Titans. The Drake? Um, the Drake. No, he's not a duck. The Mallard? Oh, that just. They really no, don't no, know no. What to Brian do. Michael Bendis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy who did Ultimate Spider Man, did some of the, great, the greatest Spider Man stories, really knew how to screw poor Tim Drake. I don't even know if he's still writing Young Justice. I hope not. I mean, I, I, like, I love his powers. I yeah. love powers, but not the Drake. Yeah, this is the most dangerous animal in the world. <laughs> yeah. Quack quack. What a mistake. Yeah, I don't what? know, man. Like, I, I like you, Bendis, but I don't know what you were doing with that. Um, it's just because they didn't know what to do with Tim Drake because there's so many Robins and Damien's like the new favorite right now. But I, I just think it's funny that Bendis is writing it just because I. I read one of those old school wizards and he was telling... Like from 20 years ago? Yeah. And he's saying like, Marvel, you guys suck. Like, no offense, but you guys suck. You mean DC? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. DC. Like, DC, no offense, but you guys suck. All your characters aren't relatable and... That they're just powers or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, 
Spider-Man is the best character ever made because he's so relatable. And now he's over here writing for DC and make, oh, get out of here, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, a here. lot of people weren't too happy with his writing. He's, he let, like, the cat out of the bag with Superman and showing the world that he was Clark Kent. And, and right now, like, they put the genie back in the bottle. Like, they, 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 they took that out. So he's back to being Clark and Superman. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, Titans, uh, the TV show, it's in its fourth season, final batch of episodes coming out um, in April. But they showed Tim, who's the third Robin, and I really like the, the costume. Robin? The best Robin. I, 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 I would say, hands down, he's my favorite Robin. Um, and I just thought I really was excited to see him in the costume. Because we're like, in the first batch of, of episodes in season four of uh, Titans, like all he has is the bow staff. Everyone yeah. else is decked out in their badass <laughs> like superhero outfits, and poor kids in a jacket and a with a bow staff. Here's your stick. Yeah, here's a stick. Go Thanks. smack something. Yeah, <laughs> but the fact that this it looks like he's gonna be teaming up with Red Hood and Nightwing and just coming full circle. Like I'm excited for the like. I think Titans has gotten better as it's gone along. Um, so you know it's kind of sad it's the last couple of episodes, but I'm glad that at least one of our favorite characters is finally hopefully getting his due yeah um, and i like i just like that he was the costume harkens back not only to like the comic books but to your favorite version the cartoon the yeah. animated series there's like the red and the black red, yeah so that looked cool yeah that cape looks awesome too that's one of the coolest capes I've yeah because it's all it's all scalloped so yeah it's like a batman cape yeah that thing's again i think the mask is the only thing like i i don't like the mask and i don't like that like the skin that he's showing like by his arms like I feel like he should be all covered up. Like oh, it should be. Sleeveless. But I mean, that's how he has it in the in the books. He's always like sleeveless. Yeah, but I I think like him like again because he's supposed to be more ninja like like I yeah. want that should just be black or red and I think it'd look a lot nicer. Give it some color and also just make it look a lot more sleek. Um, and then the mask. I think if it was like a bandana, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mask, or like a balaclava, where it's like I have this, no idea what that is. But it's the you know what <laughs> is it is. Russian. No, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, do you remember that fighter from Virtual Fighter who was, he's like the only ninja looking one. Yeah. He has like a blue thing and you only see his eyes. Oh, oh, is that what you call like the scorpion, almost like a scorpion mask or like, like a ninja mask. I yeah, guess. like a ninja mask. Like yeah. your standard, you know, run of the mill, like just a ninja mask where all you see is kind of like. All the, you see is the eyes. The eyes. Yeah, so I, I thought that would look like, like where, as opposed to all the other Robins, or all the Robins always have the mask over the eyes. It would be the opposite, where it would be the mask is everything but the eyes, and you can have like a little silhouetted, like it cuts, like so it's R like a yeah, like around or the face, yeah, like bed shaped. I think that'd look cool. I, I don't think it's been done before with any other Robins, yeah. and I think that'd look cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it has either, but I think they just wanted to do right by like the fans. Be like, you know what? We're giving you, we're gonna try to give you everything, um, and like that's the closest to Tim Drake, Robin that yeah, we've we've gotten. So. Well, he needs to cut his hair though. I don't mind he has, the hair. He has a but little afro. I mean, he needs to be more aerodynamic. Yeah. Well, he has. He's all like, he got the fade. He got the fade. It's all like tight on the sides. But uh, but either way, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the last couple of episodes. The trailer for season four, the last four or the last couple of episodes dropped, and that was is Titus Welliver coming back? Because that's the biggest waste of any character. They he's busy. The, the guy who played Lex Luthor, you know, he's he's like he's gone. He was it. That's terrible he's bosh well 
he's not. I don't think he's that important of a character in the Titans universe. Besides, they have a new Lex Luthor and Superman and Lois, um, played by the guy Abraham from Walking Dead. Oh, he's Lex. Luthor? I don't. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is in the last couple of years in TV shows. They really like. Someone put it in their head, like you know what we we Lex is bald, but what happens if he had like a badass beard, and like Abraham like has like that Abraham style. He's bald. Like like should be, but it has a big, thick, red like handlebar mustache because I guess he's coming out of jail or something. And like Bosch, Lex Luthor from Titans, he wasn't he had, even a redhead though. He wasn't even a redhead. You're right. Yeah, but yeah, he, he, he was decked out with the beard. And then um, the dude from Lenny Luthor from Superman Four: Quest for Peace. What's his name from Two and a Half Men? The one that's not Charlie Sheen. <laughs> the one that's not a douchebag. Yeah. And not from the '70s show. Yeah. And, and not uh, the child. Yeah. He he also had like a beard going on. So I don't know. I don't know what it is about like Lex Luthor having a beard. I think it just ways to make him look different because everybody else you could play with their hair, but Lex Luthor doesn't have any. He sort doesn't of have any. I mean, you can start him out with the red hair and then have him bald, but whatever, I guess. But um but yeah, why don't we jump into uh, let's let's take a quick break right now and then jump into what we've been watching and then we'll jump into the two reviews of uh Creed Three and Shazam. Shazam. All right, and we're back. So, Alex, you did you watch any of the Oscars, or did you just watch like the aftermath? Yeah, no, I I couldn't watch it. I didn't have TV by me yesterday. Um, but yeah, I just I was keeping up with some of them. Like I just was keeping up on the phone, seeing who had already won. Um, all right. Were there any surprises, or were you pretty much like, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once was gonna win everything? I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I it's not like I've seen all the movies, but everything, everywhere, all at once is such a good movie. Like, I was scared watching it when we were watching it because yeah. I was like, oh, it's not going to be that good. Yeah. Um, And I didn't I don't think it was that good. Like in the first 15 minutes, it was fine. And then it just said, you know what? We're going to be great. And it turned into a great movie. I mean, it is what the Matrix 4 should have been. <laughs> yeah. uh, and what, like, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What? Yeah. Um, I th- Yeah, I think that one was my favorite movie of last year. Um, hands down. I mean, I was... Were you, so were you, ha- were you happy with, with all of those people, or all the actors winning? Yeah, I, I think it... Yeah, I, well, I re- the only categories I cared about was the best animated film. Yeah. Because Guillermo won. That's great. Yep. Um, then best actress, uh, Michelle, Michelle Yeoh. Yo. Awesome. She deserves it. She's great. Uh, Key won for best supporting actor. Ki-hoi Kwan. That dude is freaking awesome. Man, that's making me cry. cry. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It, I just, everything, all the feels. Yeah. I mean, he's freaking amazing. And so I'm glad he got it. Brandon Fraser shaving with a razor. Yeah. Um, Awesome one best best actor. Um, I saw the whale. It, it's good. Another movie where I, I don't think it's the greatest, but I think the last twenty minutes are just fantastic. Like I think the wrestler is a better movie from Darren Aronofsky, but yeah. like the last five minutes of the wrestler is probably the best part of that movie, mm-hmm. and the last like twenty minutes of the whale, the whale is like amazing. I think everyone does a great job. I just don't think there's enough like anything in that movie until like the last 20 minutes um i need to watch that i've been i've been wanting to watch that one it's good i, I mean everyone does a great job sadie sink is amazing 
Um, the supporting actress they got, I don't know, I I don't know her name, but she's freaking great. Is that like the nurse or yeah, the neighbor or something? She's so good. Like that's the other. I think she should have won best supporting actress, but Jamie Lee Curtis winning is cool too. Um, I mean, she was good in everything, everywhere, all at once. But I think that girl from the whale was like phenomenal. See, that that was where I I'm, I'm happy. I I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's do. she's one of my favorite final girls. And I love the fact that she thanked all her fans, like the genre fans, because that's where she got her start from. But I'm not going to say that, like, in my, I, in, I thought, I really thought that Angela Bassett was going to win for uh, Queen Ramonda in uh, Black Wakanda. Panther. Yeah, she's, she, see, I think she even did, yeah, she did do, she did a way better job than... Jamie Lee Curtis, not to down Jamie Lee Curtis, but Angela Bassett just did a great job there. I, I think she had, I th- maybe because of the stuff that happened with Chadwick Boseman and stuff, but like you, f- like I totally bought her as a mother that lost everything. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I feel like maybe the writing for her was just better because she was able to do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. She was like super dramatic, then she was like super like she did everything that she could. She hit all the facets. Yeah, she hit every single like node yeah. of like emotion. Throughout that entire movie. Uh, where Jamie Lee Curtis was kind of like, I'm a bad guy, but I'm cool, and I love you. Yeah. Um, and it's like, she's fun. She's great to watch. No, she's but... great. I'm, like I said, if, if it wasn't Angela Bassett, I'm glad that it was um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I, I, that, that, I think that girl that girl from The Whale deserved a win. She, I, yeah. She made me feel like shit. Um, <laughs> and it's great. Like, she's... She's the cool, like, that's the type of person that you would want in your life to take care of you. Like, she's freaking awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think she should have won. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, I think that was it. I mean, other than that, like. The Daniels one. That's cool. The Daniels one for everywhere. So I'm glad. I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. I'm I'm excited to see what they're. I think they're supposed to be working on a new Star Wars movie. Which, if they do, cool. I mean, I'm like I said, whatever they want to do next, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see. Um, Kihoi Kwan, just seeing him, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, um, and I wanted to go to like Taekwondo, a lot of it had to do with like Bruce Lee, but a lot of it, like most of it had to do because of Kihoi Kwan being short round Yeah, in my favorite Indiana Jones movie, Temple of Doom. And I know that some people say that movie hasn't aged well because of certain things, but like that movie. Kihui Kwan is the hero out of that movie. And he was only like 10 years old. Yeah, he's... He, like... The, it's so hard, I think, to put, like, a kid in a movie without making it sh- suck. Or annoying. Yeah, like, there's so many kids that suck in movies. Like, there's <laughs> only... Ki is awesome. Uh, I don't mind the kid in The Mist, but he doesn't, like, really... Do much. M- do much. And then Newt is yeah. awesome. But, like, there's not a lot of kids who really do... Who are standout like yeah you know he made that or she made that a great movie, short round, is perfect like he he is the perfect like fan fiction made character. Everyone wants to hang out with Indiana yeah. Jones. He's Doctor Jones, so everyone could put themselves in his position and be like, look, not only like, and he's not he's not a white kid. Is that a way? Like, it gives so much hope to everyone else. Like, yeah, you know, Indiana Jones would hang out with him and he'd take care of him. That's his son, not Shia LaBeouf's. 
<laughs> like this is his kid, and and you feel that, and you, you get a worldin worldliness from from short round. And again, he's only just a kid, and he's yeah, he's the best. He's the one who brings Indiana Jones back from evil. Indiana Jones, yeah. I love you, Indy. Yeah. Oh my God! Let's go! When when he when he when uh, Harrison Ford comes out and to to award best picture, oh, and then yeah. you just see them uh, together again after like 30 years yeah and how happy harrison ford looks to like to see key and just be like he's trying to give him the trophy and he's like no, no no give it to the they they the, you know the directors are they deserve it but to see that and just to see because harrison ford i think we talked about this the last time it's like <laughs> he's, he's always grumpy yeah he's like <laughs> he's always perpetually grumpy and to see him so happy yeah it just it's it just oh my god my heart my heart it yeah. hurts but in a good way yeah um but yeah like yeah but a lot of it i loved key just because when i was growing up i was like i, I only saw him in like yeah in uh encino man with Bren, brendan fraser and and i was like oh i guess maybe he goonies. grew in the goonies and like he must have grown out of it maybe he didn't want to be an actor anymore he did some like uh fight choreography he did it on the first x-men movie um and he did but I was like, maybe, and I was always like, oh, maybe he just didn't want to come out. But to hear the story that there was no roles for him and that he had a fight. And after like, you know, crazy rich agents, he saw that maybe this is now an opportunity. And, and, th and the fact that the Daniels gave him this chance and they, they betted on him and they bet right. They bet right on everybody in yeah. that movie. So, you yeah, know, that movie is really good. So I'm just, I'm just glad. And now, now, you know, some, you know, Disney's like, oh shit. We own short, like we we own the, the Indiana Jones short round stuff. We gotta get him. He's gonna be in Loki season two. Like, oh, is he? Yeah, he's Good. he's part of TVA, I think. So, the fact he's gonna be in more stuff, I'm glad. Yeah, I, I mean, they glad. should just make a short round series. Yeah, and he's great. Like, he'd be great for it. Um, and he's just so humble and just nice. And Michelle Yao, just ah, uh, goddess. You know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like, she's always great in everything. Yeah, she's kick ass. So I'm just glad that everybody got you know their dues. Guillermo talking about how you know animation he he won for Pinocchio. How you know animation is is not a genre. It's not a genre. Yeah, it's for everybody. And, yeah. and then just he, him getting emotional. Third third Oscar win. And when I was so sad when he didn't win for like uh, oh my god oh my god oh my god Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. And I was like oh nah, you should have won. That's fine because it's not. That no, I like it. Not, I, Blade I, I still, Two is way better. Yeah, Blade Two. <laughs> Blade the two bad guy, awesome. the the bad guy in Pan's Labyrinth is scarier than than Nomad. I I hated so, that little girl. Oh my I god! No, you leave girl. Ophelia alone. Nope. The the oh, best Ophelia lives. The best character in that was the doctor who takes shots like oh gee. Wasn't he? Isn't he the same do doctor? I, I would have to see it again. I haven't seen it in a while. But from El Espinazo del Diablo, Devil's Backbone, he's know. always putting him in. Oh no, because he was the 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 king, the the at the ending of the movie. So because he, he he did put him in there again. But um, no, that I mean, movie's good. I like that one. Which one, Espinazo. Devil's Backbone? Yeah, I I thought I wasn't gonna like because I didn't like Penn's Labyrinth, but <clears throat> that one's really good. That's a really good movie. But yeah, so and Pinocchio was great. Better than that Disney one. I don't know what no, you're talking about. What are you talking about? Uh but um but yeah, I mean I enjoyed from what I saw the Oscars. Like how Jimmy Kimmel um put everyone on blast and saying, like, you know, you're not allowed to come up here and smack anybody. And and you know, if 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 that something happens, like just do what you did last time. Nothing. 
and mm. just making everybody feel awkward. Good. I did. I did think it was funny when he's like, "Hey, if you're gonna come up here and try to smack somebody, you're gonna have to go through Creed." And then he, they show Michael. Oh B. yeah, Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. And then they're like, "You're gonna have to go through all these other people." And oh, they say Guillermo. And they show Guillermo del Toro, but it was like, and he, Guillermo's like, what? <laughs> but he was talking about his Guillermo. Um, he's like, you're gonna have to fight Spider Man, and then they they cut to to what's it called? Andrew to Garfield. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, because everyone was expecting Tom, Tom Holland, Holland, and he gives like a meme worthy face. Um, but that was great. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, he's cool. I'm glad he got Jimmy Kimmel's fun. Yeah, he's he's he seems like a funny guy. Yeah. I remember when he's on the Man Show, but we don't talk about the Man Show because I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about the Man Show. Mm, why? Um, just because it was very sexist. Well, uh, that was their niche. I know that was the whole thing, but uh, but yeah, I think let's see anything else, or do you want to just jump into the into our reviews? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Here, let's take let's take a. I'm just gonna pause it right here, and then we'll just jump back in a few seconds. Put some hip hop in there. Nope. I didn't say, I didn't do another. There it is. Yeah, but we broke it up. It's fine. It's fine if you break it up. You can't be. What the hell is that? It's like a freaking moose dying. No, that one's more like. No, that sounds like after you've had too many chimichangas right there. Just like. <laughs> you bust a gasket, <laughs> your your eyeball pops out. Jeez. Oh, that's not supposed to. Happen? No, that's, that's supposed to stay inside <laughs> your head. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So yeah, first movie up. We're gonna talk about Creed three. Um. That was the first. I think was this is the first movie we saw this March. Not me. Oh no, you saw the Gentleman's Gentleman. Yeah, Operation Fortune. We saw. I yeah. saw another one. What did you see? No, we saw Scream. Creed. Yeah, but Creed oh. was the first one. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna talk about Scream later, not in this episode. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to talk, talk about that. But Creed three, Michael B. Jordan back third Creed movie because three comes after two, which comes after Sometimes. one. Um, yeah, like unlike should have just put an extra E in Creed. Creed. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, why don't they put like the E instead of the yeah, put the three instead of the E? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. They should have done that. Cree three D. Three three D. Yeah, Cree Cree D. No, three Cree three D. Okay, sorry guys, but uh, this is Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. You know, remember that joke in Space... Wait, did you watch Space Jam 2? Yeah, I, A New Legacy? I try not With to LeBron? think about it. Did you... Did you did I you like see LeBron. He seems like a nice guy. He's all right. But when they make that joke where it's like... Daffy Duck's like, I got us Michael Jordan! And it's Why like... Why sounding like Chris Rock? I don't... I don't know. Maybe <laughs> he was being played by him. I don't know. But... Uh, I was a zebra! Yeah. <laughs> And then Ali punched me. <laughs> oh man! Uh, now we talked about Will Smith last time. Wow. No more. No Welcome more. To Earth. Oh, jeez, poor zebra. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, what was I say? See, we got sidetracked already. This directorial debut by Michael B. Jordan, and first one without Sylvester Stallone. Um, right off the bat, initial thoughts. What What did you think? Did you Did you like it? Did you not like it? I liked it. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. I I think it does 
a lot of things well. I I wanted it to be a lot darker than it actually was. You know, it's that's funny because Stallone had said something like that in one of the interviews. Was like, well, I wasn't a part of it because you know they were taking it into like a darker <laughs> place. I don't know if that's that's Stallone. Yeah, that's, that's Stallone. You do usually a better Stallone hey, than that one. Hey, there, there you go. Hey, you know they were gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he had said that he didn't want his heroes to get to such a dark place, and then I think it was that. I don't think it was that dark. I maybe the beginning. The beginning was cool because. The beginning we see it in a flashback when they're like it's it's basically he fights an old friend of his that he grew up with in the foster care home and we see we see them like get into some shit um after like a box a young a youth's boxing a youth's yeah, boxing youth tournament. Youths. yeah and uh and yeah i mean and then and then they get in trouble with the law and we see the ramifications of what happens when his friend Damien, um, played by Jonathan Majors, Diamond Dame, Diamond Dame, come for everything. Yeah. Um, he ends up going to jail for most of his life, whereas Michael B. Jordan's character, as we've seen in the last two Creed films, you know, gets to live up to the legacy of his father and become the the champion of the of the world, which it's only just national, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah. Not... I, I don't. That's a, that's us. That's the United States. We're better than all of you. Yeah. Even though we only fight within the United States. But um I mean we, we fought Drago's son. Yeah, we did, <laughs> I guess. But uh, I will break you. But yeah, I mean, I you just said you wanted to you thought it was gonna be a darker movie? Yeah, you, you like because I remember hearing that the Stallone saying like it's too dark for me. I if anything, I, I kind of feel like the first one of Creed was darker. Cause I mean, I, I might be misremembering it, and I haven't seen those two in a while, but I remember, like, th- getting super, like, anxious and, like, oh, this is awesome. Like, my heart was beating where there's a scene where um, Apollo's wife goes to pick up Michael B. Jordan in the, like, juvenile detention. Or not juvenile, because yeah. he's older now. Right? He's, like, in a just detention center or something. In the first one, in yeah. In the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a detention center. Yeah. And, and someone talks shit to him while passing by. And you just see Michael B. Jordan's character is looking at him like he wants to destroy him. And Apollo Creed's wife is like, hey, like, stay with me, Adonis. Stay with me. And he just, like, he's looking at him all pissed and he's ready to pounce. And, like, even the music and everything, the sound is like, do, 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 do. Like, he he can't see anything but red. Like, he wants to beat this guy up just because he's talking trash. I thought it was going to be something like that, like akin to how angry he get, like his his rage. And I don't think he was that angry in here. There's there's some moments of that. But like basically he's living the life at seven years later after part two, um, which I was surprised that they did like a like a Dark Knight Rises time jump. You know, he's retired by this one. He's he's teaching other boxers. To, you know, he's bringing them up. Yeah. Um, he's with uh, little Duke. Um you know, training the new generation of boxers, which Blood is cool. Harris and Michael B. Jordan back together. I didn't even get that until later because I was like, oh, yeah, they're in the wire together. But then I haven't really seen the wire. So it didn't hit me that fast. Were they ever did they ever Mm-mm. like come share any scenes? Nope. No, nope. But uh, well, yeah, but basically we get Jonathan Majors comes back um, into Michael B. Jordan's life and. And he's like, he's basically down on his luck. He wants, he says that, you know, he's been training. He wants his chance. He wants to be the, you know, he wants to be the champion of the world. And Michael B. Jordan is trying to do him a favor because he feels bad for like 
ditching out on him and having the cops arrest him and while well, he got scot free and and then basically just you you think these two friends are going to reconnect but then everything goes down like Jonathan Majors he's he's good I think he's good at playing bad guys you yeah. know I see I was so, like I don't I don't know what Jonathan Majors blew up like I'm glad that he's getting work not to put him <laughs> down but like I don't know like what made him blow up not that like I'm not mad that I just don't know what made him blow up, but I think this is the first time where I'm like, oh shit, like he's good. I liked him in here. I think he's he was good. good. I think he was really good in this. I think this this is the first thing I've seen him in where I'm like, yeah, all right, he's great. I I didn't like him as Kang and well, I think that was the first time you had Loki. seen him was in Loki and he's playing like a goofy Nobody ass. Nobody. Yeah, I'm Adam Sandler. Yeah, he's doing his best Adam Sandler impression. Yeah, so it's terrible. So in here, like Jonathan Majors is is built like a damn fire truck. He means business. What always makes me laugh in this movie. So he, so his he's supposed to be a couple years older than Jordan, but Jordan is like thirty seven and Majors is thirty three. But they're always cracking jokes about man, this guy's like older than dirt. Like they're always talking about how he's over the hill. But he, I guess he has <laughs> such a, he has such a face, like such like strong facial features that it you kind of buy that he's older than Michael B. Jordan. But yeah, I was like, holy shit! No, it's the other way. Michael B. Jordan is older than this dude. I see. I think there's a lot of, a lot of little things in that movie that if you look at them a lot, it makes the movie not as great. Like, see that I they they said that so many times. He's older than you. He's older than you. Yeah. And then they get uh Stephen A. Smith, I think the 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 sportscasters like Michael B. Jordan. You're the best pound for pound fighter three <laughs> years ago. Not anymore. <laughs> And it's like that's good. I like what? That. Yeah. Like you guys were saying how old Jonathan Majors was, you're and then all of a smack. sudden, yeah, you're what? Like you're still younger. Yeah. You didn't yeah. age over him yeah. in the span of two days. And then he's like, yeah, he's the best. He's the heavyweight champion of the world. Is like, I think he was how? trying to implement how like hungry he was because I guess Michael B. Jordan had proved everything he needed to prove in the last two movies. He needed to see if he can fight, which he did in the first one. And live up to his father's legacy. And then in part two, he had a basically like, like fight a Drago, which I guess it's a prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I, I just don't think it makes any sense because they were like, they're right before Jonathan Major, Diamond Dame fights. Uh, who, who does he fight? Not Conway. I, I forgot the, the Latino. Oh, character. I don't know his name, but the, he fights the Latino guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like everyone's saying. Oh, why are you putting this bum up with the Latino? Yeah. Like he's trash, he's yeah. garbage. And then as soon as he wins that fight, which anyone could see if you had eyeballs, like he's playing dirty throughout the entire. Well, even they're the like, fight. "Hey, ref, you didn't see that yet?" Because basically, Jonathan Majors does something where the the current heavyweight champion is going to fight Drago for the for the title, but then Drago Junior gets hurt. And we all know we're watching the movie. We're like, hey, something's weirds going on. Like, it's yeah. such a big coincidence that, you know, it's like a week before the fight. And and, and Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah. And someone beats beats up Drago. And Jonathan Majors is talking about how he wants a chance. And yeah. And then when they're in the actual bout, like he's 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 fighting dirty. He's throwing elbows. He's he basically was doing like some Muay Thai shit in there. Yeah, that's what, like, it, he's playing, and then everyone's, like, as soon as that fight ends, he's the best in the world, yeah. no one could, like, you were just talking smack about, yeah. like, I know it's meant for us to be, like, oh, Michael B. Jordan's the underdog, but he's really not. 
he fought Drago Jr. Yeah. Who's like as tall as a Ten, skyscraper. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and so like I don't like they built it up so he could be the underdog, but he really wasn't. And it's like what this doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's so many side plots that like go nowhere. Like... Yeah, there was the, one of the biggest things I was excited to see was to since they did the time jump where they were now, mm-hmm. and I liked where Jordan was that he was helping new fighters, a new generation. Yeah, that's really cool. And everyone still exists. And then uh, Tessa Thompson was basically kind of like kind of retired, I guess, from the music world because of her hearing loss, which was a big proponent in the last two films. Um, so she became more of a producer, which again, you know, I think that she did have a line where like they're richer than God in here. <laughs> they have every, she has her own studio in the house and like they're living the life. Yeah. And then there's that scene where Jonathan Majors, he's just like in, you know, in a hoodie and stuff. And he's like, That's admiring cool everything. Hoodie. Yeah. And, but she's like, she does talk about how she stopped doing the music. And she focused more on producing because of her hearing loss. But she makes it sound like it's such a loss. I'm like, like you've gotten so many gold records from producing. Like that, like I get that you're not singing anymore, but like you have it so good. You have it so so it was kind of hard for me to be like, she still sells it. Like she's good. Her like the, all the performances in here, no one slouches. And but like I was like, mm, you. You're telling me to feel bad for you, but like you are producing great music with great artists, and you're like, well, I just I can't sing anymore because of my hearing. But I'm like, you're you're still up there, like. But they have the subplot with their daughter. Their daughter was born deaf, and she's great, Amara. Yeah, she's the little fantastic. actress. She's such a good little actress. Um, and you know she she's tough. She's she's cute. She she's smart. And, you know, our mom is deaf, so I, I really felt, you know, for like off the bat, I felt for her character, you know, how, you know, just being deaf and how how people perceive you a certain way. Um, but when she comes out for the first time, the last time we saw her, she was a baby and now she's she's seven, eight years old. And what happens at the at, they're at the dev school right yeah and then like what kid is like picking on her uh, she's coloring i think and the kid like rips it apart yeah like for no reason for rather be a little be a, bastard yeah, yeah. Just be a little douchebag and and then like she just here she just like knocks him out yeah, or she, whatever all calm too like she doesn't get mad too much she's like all right that's where you want to go with yeah. it we'll go that way and she just beats him up yeah it's great and and then there's this whole subplot of like how tessa thompson doesn't want like the daughter fighting because she doesn't think that that's a good way to like to work through her emotions. Whereas Michael B. Jordan is like, well, she has to learn to defend herself. Like, you know, she has a set, like kind of a setback and, and there's going to be people that mess with her. And, you know, and the way he gets through things is, is through fighting, you know, you, and he kind of, there's these nice little scenes between him and her, where he's t- telling her, like, it's almost like a dance. It's about rhythm. It's not about, like, really, like, you know, it's not about, like, hurting somebody. It's just, like, standing toe-to-toe with somebody. Yeah. And knowing, like, you know, h- how to stand on your own two feet. And and that's interesting because even in the in the second one, I don't know if you remember this, Alex, because I don't remember what was the last time you saw uh, Creed 2, but I had seen it the week before we watched Creed 3. When she's a baby and he gets like broken by Drago, mm. you know, he takes her to the gym because she won't stop crying. 
and Tessa Thompson's like doing work and stuff. Like she's out here doing her thing. And like he takes her to the gym and then like he starts like punching because he's he feels so broken from the Drago fight. Like he doesn't feel like he has it in him anymore. But then he starts like he notices that when he punches the bag, you know, a certain way that his baby is like into it. And I think it comes kind of full circle here, but they kind of drop her in the middle of the movie. I think they drop a lot of things. They drop. Yeah. Like, so there was this interesting thing where I really thought they were going to go into it where like, is she going to be a fighter? Is she going to find another way to express herself? Cause she looks like she wants to box and like, there's no reconciliation really between that storyline. Like at the ending, they just, you just, you just see her do some shadow boxing and it's like, is there going to be like a Creed 23 or yeah. something with her as, you know, the new, the new Creed? Um, but yeah, like that, that was kind of, I guess that didn't really go anywhere. Um, but I, and also th there was a lot of talk about how this one was going to be very different from the other ones. And it did feel, I've been, I've been watching all the Rocky movies. It did feel like Creed, uh, it did feel like Rocky three. It mm. felt like basically Jonathan Majors was playing a different version. Clubber Lang. He was, yeah, he was basically playing like Clubber Lang. Man, that fight sucks. And, in the Rocky one? Mm -hmm. It's only two rounds. It's only two I rounds. Know, it sucks. That I was I was so surprised when I saw that. I was like, wait, what? Like it's only two it's rounds. Clubber Lang only has one move where he like yeah. throws you to the corner. And it's all hooks. It. It's just yeah. like just crazy haymaker hooks. But uh but I guess like that whole movie was mostly about the friendship between Apollo and uh and Stallone and how like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. And they're just running on the beach in those Come little on, short Rocky. shorts. Yeah. There is no tomorrow. <laughs> there is no tomorrow. <laughs> da -da -da. Yeah. Um so I I was like, okay, this this isn't that much different from from Rocky Three. Like and again, not a knock on any of the actors because they all did a great no, job. Yeah, they all do a good job. Um I did I did feel what's it called? I did like the the training montage in this one. I like I that. You said you didn't like it. Well, I didn't like it in the sense that I don't think it really offered anything new, but I liked who was in the training montage, which was that basically within the seven year span from Creed two to Creed three, we see that Drago Jr. and and Adonis Creed are like friends. Yeah, they, they they're like Batman and Superman. Yeah, they're like two sides of the same coin and and that he's there helping him train. But that was the thing. It was the montage was basically montages are always done it like to music, to a soundtrack. So I, I really would have liked to see that friendship that they basically created off screen. Like they didn't really show us how, how did they become friends? Like, why is he willing to help him out? Well, I'm assuming he's willing to help him out because he knows that that uh, Jonathan Majors like screwed him out of the championship mm. or whatever. But like, I really wanted to see that. Um, kind of like how they had the Apollo and Rocky, um, friendship, like show, show that. But yeah, I mean, I, I will say this being Michael B. Jordan's, um, directorial debut, I think he did a great job. I think, I think everything looked great in the movie. I like that the camera never felt static. Like it, it always kept moving. I think there was a runner in the beginning too, when they're like, where we're seeing them as kids and they're going to that little like championship and and it's it's just basically we're just walking with them we're like floating right behind them and i think a lot of it is basically what michael b jordan 
I'm sure like Ryan Coogler is he if you're gonna have someone be you know be friends with a director, I think Ryan Coogler's a great director. Well his brother helped write and, this one, I think. Yeah, I think Coogler's brother wrote this one. Um but I, I really liked there was a lot of things I liked about the cinematic approach he he gave to the camera in this movie. Um, especially the anime influences, because Michael B. Jordan's a big anime head. I don't even know if that's a word. Yeah. But um, but like the final fight between him and Jonathan Majors, you can totally. I'm like, oh, that's from uh, Dragon Ball Z. When yeah. when like there's that one scene where he like punches him in the gut, and you just see like the sweat fly off of the back of Adonis, and it's like, yeah, that's that's totally Dragon Ball because you always get those gut punches. And go. Yeah. I- See, I, I actually, I think that he needed more of those. Because I think the first one, where, or the first fight in there, he's fighting Conway, I think was his name. Um, oh, Pretty Boy Conlon or something? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that like... The guy I, fought in the first one and lost to. Yeah, they have that cool uh, scene, like, he's looking at, like, his body or whatever, and then it goes, like, slow-mo, and it focuses on that. Ah, yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, see? And I was like, that's cool looking, like, that's what he's gonna get. But then... You know, then uh, what Harris is like, what are you doing? You're losing out there. It's like, I got him. Checkmate. And then the next one, he hits him yeah. where he's been looking at him. Like, that's definitely anime influence. Like, he's looking at it. They're slow-moing on what he's going to attack, and then he's going to do it. I was expecting to see more of that in the fight, and we didn't get more of that. But also talking about that scene, it another thing that just doesn't make sense to me, because I was thinking about it where... Sorry, Mike, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan was like... <laughs> As Adonis is like, I totally forgot about Jonathan Majors. I totally forgot he existed. But he got the checkmate thing from him. Yeah. So how did he forget he existed? I did thought, I did think that was weird where he's like remembering like something that he grew up with a person, like a, a secret between them. Like, oh, yeah. Or like our word is checkmate when we know when we got somebody. Yeah. And. and- and he like what? I, he's like I forgot he existed. He like he never talked about this checkmate thing in the last two movies, but all of a sudden it's a thing in this one, which happens to be the same movie where his where friend in... from the past comes to meet him. Yeah, it was so like okay, like no way that doesn't make any sense. But whatever that that's like just me nitpicking. But yeah, um, see you you talking about the montage scene about like it's always done to music. Yeah. I thought it was done great in this one. Uh, I think there needed to be more montage for sure, but I liked it a lot because at the beginning of the movie, they play The Watcher by Dr. Dre. And I love that song. It's a great song. Um, And it's him and Diamond Dame as kids going to like the underground boxing thing. And then when he does the montage. A youth's boxing. Yeah, the youth's boxing word. What Harris is there, and he's like, "Oh, you're here." Well, I'm not. And he doesn't it. age. Yeah, he's always <laughs> perpetually forty five. <laughs> it's because he's what Harris. Yeah. Um, and then in the montage, they play the Watcher, but they play a new version of it. It was a, uh, I don't know. It was a, uh, I don't know if it, it was. was a it cover? wasn't a cover, but they used the same beat, but they rapped a different lyric. Uh... So when I heard the Watcher, I was like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna play the song again." But they changed it to, like, some new rappers, I guess. I, well, I don't know who rapped this one, but I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because the first one, you play the old school The Watcher from, like, 2000 uh, that Dr. Dre did. And now you played a new version. So, it's to, like, it signifies the change that both uh, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors had from kids to adults. Like, they've changed. 
they're different people now. And that's why I thought it was like a really good montage because it's their life's changed because they're older now. They still have like that same beat inside them, but like they're they're few yeah, like they've they've come into their own. Yeah, in a different place in their lives than they were when they were kids. But so, they still have that background in them. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I was like, oh, that's awesome. It's great. I, I don't think it was as great as the original song because the watch is too yeah. good. But I was like, that's awesome. They play the same one, but they flipped it a little bit. So I thought that was really good. And then uh, whenever he did that combo thing was awesome too. Where he, like, he did a whole, like, I don't know. It was like a whole combo and then dodge a bunch of things. That was an awesome thing. But yeah, seeing Drago Jr. and Michael B. Jordan fight in montage is great because what i think um drago like beats the hell out of him he's like he's too weak i'm yeah. not gonna fight him anymore <laughs> yeah. and then michael b george's like i got it bro and he comes back and punches drago and drago's like bleeding he's like very good yeah like he's like <laughs> he's not mad he's just, like about time yeah like i needed you to get that second win see that again that's very anime that's very like goku fighting piccolo and piccolo's like he's he doesn't got it yeah. He can't do it anymore. Yeah. And then Goku, like, punching Piccolo hard. He's like, all right, you ready to bring it? Let's go. That's great. That's a really good thing. I, I love that the universe is alive. Like, Conlin is still there. Drago's still there. Um, the Mexican or Latino is still there. Like, it's cool to see that these fighters are still fighting. It's not like, oh, damn, Adonis beat me. I'm going to go retire now. Yeah. Like all the others do in the Rocky movies. Yeah, like you never see them again. You never hear about them ever again. The only one is like Apollo's always there. But yeah, I thought I thought that it does open up the universe. And speaking of, I guess we didn't we didn't even talk about this yet, was uh, Rocky. Oh, yeah. The, the elephant in the room or the Italian stallion that's yeah. not in the room. Um, did How did you feel that he wasn't in it? Did you think that it cost the movie something? Or were you like, no, the movie stands on its own? I think it's fine. Um, I... Yeah, I, I think it's fine. I don't think you need Rocky in all the in all in all these movies. I'm like I like Sylvester Stallone. I think he's great, but I'm fine with Sylvester Stallone. Like he's he's hanging out with uh, Peter Papelli. Peter Papelli from Heroes. Yeah, like I, it's cool. He could be hanging out over there. Like he doesn't need to be doing everything with Creed. I think he trusts Adonis enough. But like, there is sometimes where it's like, well, why wouldn't he be here at this moment? Um, yeah, like, like if especially if it's like, oh, I don't know, I saw him get his ass kicked pretty bad. Yeah, like, well, spoiler, and we've been saying spoilers, yeah. but uh, uh, Apollo's wife died. Yeah, that was we didn't even talk about that. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan's mom, Felicia Rashad, in this film, she she passes away, uh, it was in a very emotional scene. I thought it was really well done. I think I got a little like teary eyed. Yeah, no, that one was bad. Wait, like, bad as in not good or bad? No, as in... like it, it makes you feel bad because she's like Apollo. She starts thinking of Apollo oh, at the end. And yeah. it's, like, why? it's like, why did you leave me? And it's like, and and it's just like, wow. Yeah, that's that that was terrible. They have they have a good I think she they give her a little more they give her more to do in this one than she had yeah. in the last movie. Yeah, in the last two. In the last two, you're right. Yeah. Cause she's there for the beginning of the first one just to set up like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be your foster mom. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take you in. And but in here, she is she is aware of you know of Jonathan Majors and she does not like him because she's thinks he's a bad influence. And when he was in jail, you know, growing up, she hid all the letters that he would send to 
So Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And so yeah. when they have that fight where it's like, you lied to me. Like the reason he's like this was because I wasn't there for him because you kept him from me. You know, like you made me like forget. And then after that, she has like the heart attack and and like all he can think about. Oh, now I'm feeling it. Yeah. Is that he feels like shit. Like I fought with her. I yelled at her. Yeah. I told her this is her fault. Like all this bad stuff that's been happening in my life is her fault. And that's the last thing I told her. And and Felicia Rashad's always been great. She's great in this. And yeah, that's heartbreaking when she's when she's like they they kind they make amends, but then she's like she almost she's losing it. She's losing it and she's basically like, "Apollo, why did you leave me? Why did you leave me?" And but that scene too cuz cuz a lot of people I mean, I don't know if you remember this Apollo had two kids mm-hmm. that were in the Rocky movies. And I was like, well, they never mentioned those two guys. Like, all you see is Michael B. Jordan and her. Like, what happened to those two kids? They kind of mention them, like, in two like in two scenes. I think they come out in one, but they do mention, like, how Michael B. Jordan's like, Jonathan Major's like a brother to me, more than, like, those two other kids that yeah. lived in this house. And it's like, oh, okay, so we kind of get an idea of the relationship between... Yeah, you she know. doesn't even care about them. Yeah. She's like, Adonis saved yeah. my life. Yeah. Like, he was the reason that I'm okay now. Well, see, that, see that's one thing. Uh, this movie does, I think, fantastic. Um, like, you know, even that scene where she's hiding the letters. Mm. I think if it was in any other movie, um, yeah, Michael B. Jordan would have yelled at her. And then she would have been like, I'm so sorry. I just yeah. want to... She wasn't sorry. Yeah. She's like, no, I did. I'm damn right. I did yeah, it. Yeah. Eat shit. Yeah, like, eat shit. awesome. Like, she didn't back down. Done very well. Another scene where she has a, like, heart or the stroke. In other movies, like, she's calling him on the phone. Yeah. In other movies, he wouldn't pick up. Yeah. Just to add more drama. And then everyone's like, where have you been? We've yeah. been calling you all day. No, he picks up the phone yeah. because it's his mom. It's his mom. That's what happens in real life. Great. He would pick up and he's like, what's going on, mom? He's not even mad at her at that point. Like, he's already over it. That's what happens with actual children. They get over it real quick with that, with their mom. And then he's like, what? She had a stroke? And he's there. I he's think, there yeah. right away. I think that's one of the strongest relationships in these three movies is, the, is their relationship. Just because... Again, you're right. How you're bringing up, like, if this was any other movie, this was any other movie, he would have been the, you're not even my real mom. Yeah, yeah, but he's not. No, he calls her mom. Like, yeah, he, that's his mom. She raised him, you know, after his his biological mom passed away, she raised him and he has no, like, like in his head, it, it doesn't differentiate. It's it's his mom. Yeah, uh, see, I love that. That's great. And then even the other one where, like, another scene that, could have been dramatized all hell and back where um, Tessa Thompson is talking to Creed and is like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I need to fight him because that's the only way he'd listen. She's like, all right, do what you got to do. Yeah. If there was anything else, no, you can't fight yeah. him. You haven't fought in three years. You're gonna Why does she sound like Carmen? <laughs> that's because every that's You're always right. what happens. But she's like, if that's what you gotta but, do, get it done. See, I like I like that that she was she's in it with him, like the ride or die. But that was a thing that I also kind of felt like kind of like the daughter subplot is she was after that, she's gone. Yeah, she doesn't. Whereas like I since I was watching the Rocky movies, like especially again, going to Rocky three because in this is Creed three, like Adrian Mm -hmm. is is there. She's she's there with Rocky training with Apollo. 
and she's watching how Rocky can't get it together. And then she's she like she's the one that snaps him the the f out of it on the beach. She's like, "What's wrong with you? Like, what are you afraid of?" Like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, Adrian. You want to bring me down? You want me to tell you? I'm afraid. And it's like she's sparring with him emotionally because yeah. she needs to bring it out of him because he needs to get the eye of the tiger. I'm surprised no one even brought that up in yeah. this movie. He's like, "I'm gonna tell you a secret. I'm gonna tell you the the thing I taught your dad. Yeah, was the eye of the tiger. But anyway, but yeah, like." I, I I I feel like well, I want to see Tessa Thompson kind of like in in the training montages, like just maybe like supporting him there or like or being there how like Adrian was there for Rocky like, but I but I guess you're right they kind of it it was it got wrapped up real quick it was like yeah they do that a lot I I they I, they do that a lot which maybe they're like because they want they they're like oh we have a runtime we want to make this nice and tight. Because it didn't feel long. It did feel no, like... it didn't feel it, long. It, it, like, it was bam, 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 jab, jab, cross, punch, uppercut. Like, it was... It kept knocking the beats. Um, yeah. But it also felt like it was wrapped a little too nicely um, in some parts where I felt like we could have maybe gotten some more depth um, out of certain certain things. Yeah, I... Like, there's... Yeah, it, sometimes it just feels too, like... Yeah. Uh, like... Again, I think they needed a more Amara. Like, yeah, they should have showed yeah. what happened. Like, did she ever figure out how to let out, like, her anger or whatever? Yeah. Can she calm it down? I think, I know you said that you didn't care that, like, well, I'm not going to feel bad for Tessa Thompson because she can't sing. I, like, I can I, feel bad yeah. for that because it's, I like. I understand, but, oh, I mean, finish your no, thought, yeah. Well, Because, yeah, like, someone else is singing. So, yeah. She's probably getting all the accolades. Like, yeah. oh, she's a great singer. She's a great artist, you know, where. It's Tessa Thompson doing all the work and she's just like getting love behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and then even the the Latino who gets beat the shit out of uh, by Jonathan Majors, like he gets into the hospital. And as soon as he gets into the hospital, everyone's like, all right, let's forget about him. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. And then he comes back at the ending to cheer like Adonis on where I'd be like if and his mom to him, like I'd be like, you're the fucking asshole who told my son to fight this bruiser who like basically cheated or you know fought dirty and it's like you're cool like if it's a latina i'm like pinche cabron hijo de su puta madre yeah, like it would be yeah, like i didn't get any of that everybody's so like nice everyone's happy he should have been in the montage sequence yeah. you should have seen michael b jordan visiting him as like like they did in the the first creed one like if i'm fighting you're fighting oh, and this like, one's so good that's a really good like i like that scene you know that's a great scene so they could have done that with like i'm sorry like I like I'll do whatever it takes, like you know, put your back on or yeah. whatever. That I think that needed to be there, but it's like oh, okay, we got the drama for him, so let's just we we could wrap him up yeah. like later. So that that didn't make sense, or that thing wasn't done too well. And then another thing that seemed very movie was like as soon as Jonathan Majors won that fight against him, mm. he's like, I don't need you anymore. Yeah, I got all these friends. Like what? Where you don't even have a phone? Yeah, <laughs> how'd you? Call you just anybody? had the can on the street. <laughs> like, how did you do this? So, just a he lot. He bet of on things. himself. He bet on himself. I'm sure that's all stuff. But I mean, he when he did him dirty, when he like punches him in the on the beach, and he's like, "I don't need you." Like that like, was from the Karate Kid. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what he says. Like, let me put the scene in here. I don't. It was weird. Yeah. That was such a weird scene. I think they needed to show a lot more of like Jonathan Majors after the fight, like how it was getting to his head. And like how he's like, you wanted to get here. What does it feel like after that? Like, yeah. Like what? 
you did what you wanted to do. Sure, you did it dirty, but you still got it. How, what do you do after that? Because all he wanted was to win, and he won. I would have liked to see a little bit more of that because then it goes straight into the, yeah, we're going to fight each other, and then the final fight, um, which I like. There was there was a, a scene in there that I wasn't a big fan of was when I get what they were trying to do, and I don't know if it was because of COVID. You can see that a lot of the arena was CGI, but then they did, like, they focused, and they tried to make it more, like, mental. Um and where it was like they're both fighting in the ring there's nobody around them but it looked like a jail cell like yeah. around them and i'm like i didn't really care for that I, I guess it was trying to be more psychological with that so i get what they were trying to do but i wasn't really a big fan of that but all the other stuff the close-ups like the anime influence i think that did a good job um but but yeah i mean i really we should probably finish wrapping this nah, up but nah. What do you mean you keep going? No, no, we still got Shazam, baby. So, but um, but I did think once the fight was over, and you know, it's it's I doubt it's gonna happen, but obviously Creed wins. You know, that's how these movies play out. He always, you know, he has to win. He does. I liked at the ending that we did have kind of like an epilogue scene with them too. Yeah, that was good. Where even though they were like bitter rivals for the second half of the movie, you know, Michael B. Jordan goes up to him and tells him, like, you know what, I'm sorry for not being there for you. Like, like I should have been there for you. And and even like um Diamond or Jonathan Major saying, like, you know what, you didn't do anything wrong. It was me. I'm the one I'm the one that had like the gun that, you know, is what got me arrested. Like I made my own choices, you know, and I was basically putting it on on you. And I like that they had that and they were both man enough to like apologize and see their faults in e like in themselves and reconcile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I I like that scene. I was I was waiting for them to do like one more with it because it's like, oh, it's not your fault or whatever. I wanted them to be like, yeah, but like. You're my brother. Like I wanted yeah. that. I I think needed they, that little yeah, more. Just yeah, that, just to like no. just the little the little salt sprinkle on the top. Yeah, I think that needed to happen. I think the fight, what the fight needed to happen. I think like because I I was going into it like oh it's gonna have a bunch of anime stuff. Yeah, I wanted one of those scenes where like Adonis goes down and then we just hear like everybody's stuff. Like yeah. we hear something that Apollo said, something that Rocky said, something like something that everyone said, and he's like. <gasps> And then he gets up. Like, I think we needed one of those. And then the Tessa Thompson thing that you said, like, she needed to be, like, helping him, like, in the montage or whatever. You know, one thing that could have been... wanted more of her. Well, one thing that could have been awesome and could have, like, finalized her, like, given her closure mm. is she should have made a song for Adonis. Like, a beat, like, had, like, have it, like, maybe he played that during the montage. Like, she that makes all these cool. beats, and, and then she could sing that for him. And it's not even, like, it's for him, but it's also for her. Yeah, exactly, for both of them. So and maybe he plays that when he walks out there you go. to fight. And it's like, because that's what's getting him fired. Oh, my God, I of the tiger. Yeah. Um. All right, I'll do, we'll do Creed 4. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but you know what? I, I did I, I don't think I talked about the Rocky thing, but I I didn't think like you oh, yeah. said, Stallone I didn't not that I didn't miss him.
because I always miss Rocky. I, I love he was Rocky. Gonna be dead in this one. Yeah, God. I, well, I I hope not. But um, but I did think that they there were certain things, and I can't remember all of them. But there was one that stuck with me: is his presence was felt. They mentioned him a few times in the movie, but there when he's preparing for, I think the final fight with Jonathan Majors, he's he's by himself in the room and he's just like bobbing back and forth, and he's like one step, one punch, one move at a time or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, that was the thing that he, Rocky had told him like back in the first like Creed movie. So the fact that even though Stallone, Rocky wasn't in there, his presence was still felt. And it wasn't yeah. like, like he had forgotten, like, you know, screw Rocky, whatever. I got, I got, you know, little Duke with yeah. me. Like, no, he, he, Rocky is like he calls him Unk in the movies. He's yeah. his uncle. What up, Unk? Yeah. So what's an Unk? Yeah. What's the what's what the cloud? I don't know. Yeah. The cloud. <laughs> um. So I did. I did like that. But I mean, I I implemented a new um system for me to rate movies. Alex, if you want to use it, you can use it. But if you did that, you do whatever you do. You. Yeah. But uh, I did. I did put on the Facebook that I give out of five stars. I get or you know instead of five stars, we I do five pineapples. This one I give a solid three pineapples out of five. Three out of five? Three out of five. Is that like a C? That's like a like a B, I think. Like a Michael B? Oh, Michael B. Um, I think, yeah, five is like super hard to get. I don't think anyone can get a five. I've not seen anything that can get a five. Um, like in your life? In uh, that has to be a certain thing. I have to think about it. But so, but this one, I, I gave it like a, a a solid three. Three is really good. I like five is like excellent. Four is awesome. Three is like good, like good, like you're gonna have a good time. Two, okay. One, uh, you know, and so on and so forth or whatever. But I give it a, a three solid pineapple out of five. Yeah. Um, what would you rate it out of the three? Which one is it your favorite? I think it. I think it did a way better job. I remember not liking part two a lot. Yeah. Um, I still like part two. You know what? I think part two, the reason I didn't like that one a lot was because I like Drago in there. And I think, well, both Dragos in there, I think, are done really well. I like their story in there. I remember watching that movie and I think I was pissed at Michael B. Jordan. I mean, it's not his fault. Uh, it's the writers or whatever. But I remember being still. so mad at, um, like, he finds out his daughter's deaf and he's like, oh, my life is over. And I'm yeah. like, my mom's deaf yeah. and her life isn't over. And like her life isn't over. Yeah. So I was like, you like yeah. douche bougie. Like now that you're like rich, you're a douchebag. And yeah. oh, my God. My... Yeah. So that's why I really like this one, because they gloss over all that. He learned I, sign language. I love that. I love awesome. that. He's like, yeah, he's talking to her through sign language. Like he, he he's a dad. He's. You know, he does tea time with her. Yeah, he's a great dad. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and they're like, both great parents in the movie. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, that's what I li- like. I remember being so I couldn't get over it in, in yeah. the part two because, like, man, just because she's deaf doesn't mean she, I, like because we're we we can relate to that aspect and we're very close to that. You know? Yeah, I get. Yeah, that's why I was mad at it. But like in here, it just proves like, see, you can be awesome together, and she she's a standout. Like. She's great. I hope. I mean, if they make a four. I mean, that's the thing. I feel like his arc, like Michael B. Jordan's arc as Adonis Creed, is like he's done. The first, like I think it end. He he had his full circle moment. This one was just like, yeah, I won the title again because I had to beat up my 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 buddy who was my best friend and turned out to be a dick. 
Yeah. But it's like, what? what's the next one going to be? Is he going to fight a robot? Yeah, he should. They might as well. Uh, but he like, should fight his, himself from a Chronicle. You're right. He should fight like a clone of himself, <laughs> you know? Or he should fight his brother. One of his brothers turns out to be Michael like... Michael C. Jordan. Yeah, Michael C. Jordan. <laughs> I see you coming. <laughs> We're going down the alphabet. <laughs> so it's just... Like, if they make more, great. I'm excited. I do feel like they did open the universe up with, like, that Latino fighter. I feel like they were kind of, like, showing him, and maybe we can see him in his own spinoff. Rocky's out there. I know Stallone wanted to do something similar where it was, like, he he found, like, he, he teaches, like, this illegal immigrant out oh of box God. or whatever. Um, Are you illegal, but it's okay. Is you Everything like... here is above the belt. Yeah. You like tacos, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, great, solid effort, you yeah, know, great for, directorial debut. Yeah, I so I'm, I keep calling him a kid. He's only a year or so younger than me, but I'm excited to see what else he's got. He got going on. Um, great actor, actress Tessa Thompson, Felicia Rashad, great. Um, I did love that the their relationship. Yeah, the, I, the I little girl like- Amara. Yeah. Again, see another character who I think makes the movie better, and it's hard as a kid to make a movie better. Like Key, yeah, made Temple of Doom great. Like uh, she's great, she's yeah. great in here. I wanted more. They didn't. They want. Yeah, exactly. We wanted more. But three, three pineapples out of five, and I think uh, that's it for our Creed review. I say go. It's still in theaters. Go see it. Yeah, I, I, I it's worth a watch. We I took think... our dad to watch it. Yeah, he hasn't been in the movie theaters in forever. I kind of made him go. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He hasn't been there forever, and he liked it. So that was awesome. It was good to see it with my dad. Yeah, it was good to just get him out of the house and, you know, have watch a movie that, that... There's not a lot of things we watch together other than, like, maybe war movies or maybe some action movies. But, like, because we do a lot of horror and comic books and stuff. He doesn't really... Yeah, he doesn't like... It. It's Mugredo. Yeah, it's Mugredo. <laughs> And so, so but, Creed, yeah. go watch it. You have a chance. It's yeah, it's cool to watch with your parents too because it resonates with them since they've watched all like the Rocky. Most of them have watched like yes. all the Rocky movies, so it's it's cool. It's a generational some shit. It's a generational some shit. <laughs> On that note, we're gonna uh, take a quick break and then we'll do Shazam. Do you want to say Shazam? 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 So this would have been the part where we did uh, our Shazam review, but we ran a little long. Also, my phone's about to die. So tune in next week. Same Pina time, same Pina channel. What time is that? I don't know. Don't add on to this. Just tell them that you love them. Me? Yeah. I don't see that. Okay. Well, we love you guys. You Uh, guys are cool when you listen to us. Oh, we've been getting good, good hits on the on the thing. Anyway, doesn't matter. We gotta, we're gonna end this episode now. We'll talk about Shazam next week. All right, we love you guys. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.